Hey, John, how's it going today? It's, it's going all right. It's a, it's a nice and simple Wednesday. Yeah, we're actually doing it. We're recording on time for once. Yeah, it was, it's just it's just Wednesday. I'm, I'm I'm sitting here. I'm chilling. Yep. Have you seen the the pictures of Eminem at his pop yes! restaurant? Yes. Today? Yes. <laughs> I, I I want to go to Detroit to go to Eminem's funny spaghetti restaurant. The the I know that like it's um you know celebrities do like oh, fucking put my shit. I know that, like, celebrities do their, like, uh, pop-up merch store stuff all the time, and it's, like, not the craziest thing, but there's something just insanely funny about that selfie that that random kid took with him, where he's, like, yeah. serving the spaghetti. The, the fact that people confirmed that Eminem served ten people and then left makes it even <laughs> funnier. I just love this photo, because, like, I feel like in every photo of Eminem in the modern era, like, for the past, like, uh, ever since, like, he re-emerged um, into the public space, like, after Trump got elected and he did that awful freestyle, he's had the exact same facial expression the entire time. Yeah. I don't think I've seen, I don't think I've seen him not looking exactly like this. <laughs> it's what like a, he's a wax sculpture. What a funny man. What a funny, what a funny character. Um... Yeah, I something I saw the the this the thread earlier with where the guy went to the restaurant and took the pictures, um, and something just felt like insane. It, it felt like a homestuck bit to me. Um, I can't explain it. Uh, it feels like a thing that happened on Alpha Earth that we just never heard about. <laughs> You're right. It's it's really really good. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anything going on? Anything, anything going on? Any, any fun stuff? Anything, uh, anything at all? Hmm. I watched Stuart oh, yeah. Little the other day. That oh, happened. I remember when I was a kid, I watched that movie a lot of times. So I had it on VHS. What did you think of Stuart Little? Well, I, 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 I've seen Stuart Little also a good bit when I was a kid, but rewatching it <laughs> as an adult is, I don't know, what a scary movie. Weird, weird movie. Um, one of it was either you. I think it was you. Um, in like your media thread on Twitter, posted like a screen cap of the part where he's like stuck in the washing machine. Yes! That's one of the scariest parts of any movie. Yeah. Uh, m- me and uh, p- patron of the pod Simon Martins. Uh, we we talked about how like as children, like we 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 developed th- this specific fear of like getting caught in the washing machine and drowning because of that scene <laughs> it's it, scary it, it is <laughs> what just one of the fucking weird one of the weirdest movies ever made um yeah i don't know uh Stuart little um <laughs> I, don't, I don't ever want to watch it the, the, the other thing that like fucked me up was realizing that uh the dad is played by fucking Hugh Laurie yeah like Dr. House <laughs> yeah also incredibly funny um to be a grown up and then see that um speak no never mind um that just makes me every time I think of House now I just think of the like of the new Lin-Manuel Miranda being in it what um Okay, have you seen any of of House? I, I I've seen like a couple reruns because my my grandma likes watching it, mm-hmm. but I've never like 
I, I, I feel like I have not seen, like, a majority of the show. Okay. Um, a couple of years ago, uh, Alex actually uh, was like, House is pretty good, just, like, TV to watch in the background while you do other stuff. So I watched, like, most of House um, until whatever, like, fucking Put Locker uh, site I was using went down and they put another one up and I had to find something else I was too lazy to. Um... But, like, there's a there's a part of House, I think it's the start of season six, that is, like, very highly regarded among fans, where House uh, goes to, like, a mental institution, because um, they're like, you're doing too many drugs, House, you're fucked up, you gotta go to, to you gotta go to the mental institution, not, like, rehab. Um, it's very odd. Uh, but he makes an annoying friend uh, in, in the psych ward who raps, and it's Lin-Manuel Miranda. <laughs> what?! <laughs> I, I I would really recommend looking looking up the the clip of the part where he raps and House joins in. No, um, it's really it's really good. <laughs> there ain't no way. But I didn't realize it was Lin Manuel Miranda until like a year and a half after I watched it. Um, and then like somebody was like, "Yeah, that time Lin Manuel Miranda was on House." And I went back, and I was like, "What the fuck? That's that's Lin Manuel Hamilton." Yeah, I'm I'm looking at a picture of his character now, and that it almost doesn't look like him. It's if you're not thinking about uh, Lin Manuel Miranda like frequently, it's very easy to miss that it's just him. Um, but it extremely is, and it it makes so much more sense when this character is like, "Oh, he's the annoying guy who raps." <laughs> <laughs> God. Everybody, watch House. It's a pretty good show. You can just watch the second, you can just watch the first two seasons if you don't, if you just want the the doctor procedural, because that stuff's fun. But then there's like a lot of like fucking, it turns into like a regular drama show, which is also fun. But uh, it's less formulaic, which means that it's less good trash TV. Anyway. um, I finished Deltarune Chapter 2. I, I did that. Did you, did you like it? Did you have I liked fun? it a lot. It was good. Um, I I beat Spamton also. Spamton Let's Neo. go! That fight is so good. Um, I almost feel bad for uh, for like the main story with like the queen and stuff because Spamton is such a funny and interesting character that just kind of overshadows the whole queen thing. Yeah, I feel bad. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Toby's getting really good at making these funny super fights. They're really good. Yeah, it um, really makes me excited for the future. Yeah, um, like, the Spamton is, like, kind of creepy, too. Um, I wasn't expecting him to be, like, a creepypasta character. But, uh, the whole, like, whenever he, like, fucking... He has, like, the one talk sprite in the shop where, like, he, he, like, turns his eyes down and he gets, like, static eyes or some shit. Yeah. It's really kind yeah. of scary. It, yeah. It, it's really something. <laughs> it's 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 pretty good. Um, but, yeah, fucking fun-ass fight. Um, I did it when I was, like, really high. Uh, and the whenever he starts talking about, like, heaven, can you see me now? I started getting scared. <laughs> Those lines are, like, my favorite lines. It really put him on another level. I, Toby has a knack for the like 
funny line that is also really creepy if you think about it for more than any more than like two seconds. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's Deltarune in chapter two, really good. Um, the whole the whole ending with the queen fight also was really great. Uh, I love the 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 mecha battle. Um, very fucking just great shit. Good shit, Toby. Thank you for Deltarune Chapter 2. Hell yes. Um, yeah, so, great video game. I would recommend it. I just spoiled the ending of it. What the but, hell? Uh, <laughs> but I would I would definitely recommend uh, checking it out. Pretty good. Um, for our Homestuck-adjacent content. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's kind of all, all I've done uh, since we since we last talked. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't, I don't, I don't really have much myself. I've just been sitting here, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much sitting here at my computer. Uh, you want to talk about the reading? No. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, in that case, uh, you've been listening to Homestuck Podcast. <laughs> I, I guess we can talk about the reading. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think this is going to be this is a this reading is like all. Like, tactics and logistics, um, except for like one thing. Yeah. Um, so uh, I guess I guess we can just get into it. Um, let's see if anything interesting emerges. Um, so we're fresh off our heels of last time, which was the uh multi multi talk pile, uh, catching up with everybody reunion uh episode that was just full of characters talking who weren't Vriska. Um, and today, uh, we have a very, uh, tactics-heavy reading that is mostly Vriska talking about what is about to happen, uh, with, what their plans are. Um, so, uh, so yeah. Um, Vriska explain, Vriska explains what is, what is about to go down, or what her plan for about, to, what's about to go down is. Um, she covers uh, the the major adversaries that they face in this case, which are uh, the Condes and the Three Jacks, um, and she mentions the possibility of a fifth one in PM, which uh, kind of the whole okay. This is there's a thread throughout Riska's like tactic speech that seems to be that she is lacking a couple critical points of information that are very obvious to us as the readers. And I'm not sure if it's supposed to be like, uh, showing that she doesn't know shit or if it's just kind of like incidental. Um, but the first one is being like potentially counting PM among the, the, the list of adversaries because PM is like, I guess that to the kids, the PM is like not much of a known, figure um i'm trying to think of who was it that she contacted like way back when did um, she ever actually contact anybody uh i can't remember i, I know that she like delivered john's package to him uh-huh. and like that was essentially like the only like physical interaction that she's had with anybody in this yeah roster. and there's there's literally no way that John would possibly remember that being the same person or even figure yeah. it out. Um, because, like, nobody knows she, like, it, like, she has the ring, but, like, uh-huh. pretty much everyone here is not aware of, like, what happened on Earth during Cascade with, like, everything going to shit because Jack showed up. 
and like so... like her getting the ring and like like the 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 extent of like everyone's knowledge is that the mayor showed up out of nowhere because of PM. But mm-hmm. even then, they're pro- th- 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 did they even know that was PM? Like, I'm trying to remember how the mayor even ended up like there, uh, or, like how he because. Fucking Jack showed up at the on Earth. Uh, fucking ripped out the mayor's uh stomach to get the uranium from him, and then, then what happened? Uh, when when okay, PM puts on the ring and then goes after Jack, and then she ends up in the troll session, right? Yeah, she I think up, so. She ends up in the troll session, and she has. The mayor with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before she, like, takes off after Jack, she, like, does the, like, green sun thing and, like, throws the mayor through her own body. And then he ends mm-hmm. up on the meteor. Yeah, so I guess that the ones in the, that she knew that he would end up, like, that that was where he should end up. But none of the, the trolls or the kids have any idea who she is. Yeah. Okay. That's so weird. To, this is such a weird interaction to think about. How no, no, nobody else knows who this character is still, because she's basically done almost nothing in like the thirty five hundred pages since Cascade. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Vriska has no idea about who PM is or like why, uh, or whether she's an ally or not. Um. So okay, I guess I, I guess I can give her credit for that. Um. But yeah, uh, she she talked about how the Condess is regrouping after the the prison break, um, because that's a thing that happened on this timeline, um, and how she's just she's all gonna go down once all the Jacks get here, uh, because once that happens, the Condess will be at a tactical advantage, and everybody will move. That's that's everybody's cue to move. Um, so uh, yeah, we're we're just waiting on everybody to show up. Um, Karkat, uh, is assigned to, uh, diagram duty, um, to give him something to do. Um. Let's go. Man. Karkat art. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Karkat doesn't, Karkat doesn't even try. Um, so we get, so, uh, Vizca runs down, uh, each, each of the, the threats. Um, the Kindess is the, is the top priority, uh, pretty much, um, because, she has all the troll powers, um, most notably the animal telepathy, uh, which means that the, uh, that, uh, Dog Jack and, um, and PM are immense threats, as is Jade. Uh, so Jade has got to stay asleep, um, throughout this, this fight until the Condess is incapacitated in some way. Um, cause if the Condess can control the, the three, fucking people with the first guardian powers and like it's over um no way yeah um she runs down the three jacks uh there's uh dog jack who represents the biggest threat um because he's got the first guardian powers which is just too much to fuck with um he can teleport everywhere uh basically being a first guardian is really overpowered um i i think we all know this uh but uh yeah um Makes you wonder, like, what the fuck Jack's motivation is at this point. Like, uh, dog Jack. Um, cause, like, what even... It's been so long. What is he even doing at this uh, point, besides his, running from PM? 
That's his motivation, running for PM. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it, 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 sure. It's, um, it's literally just two wild dogs on the run that are, like, completely o- overpowered. Like, that's yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, his whole mission uh, back in the in his initial session was, like, to just fuck everything up. Yeah. Um, and that session was thoroughly fucked up. And I guess that this is a whole session that he can fuck up, but, like... He's kind of busy. Um, so yeah. Uh, so that's that's Dog Jack. Um, he's super overpowered, but he's also got an equally overpowered enemy that he is currently occupied with. So who knows? Um, uh, Carcat draws us a lovely little pair of middle fingers uh, to illustrate this. It's so good. <laughs> um. Jade, uh, Riska suggests that, uh, should they need to fight him, that, uh, Jade should go one-on-one with him because, uh, th- their powers are, are evenly matched. Um, Riska at no point mentions that, like, uh, Dog Jack is, like, specifically Beck Jack, and there's this, this has been an established interaction multiple times before. Um... I really feel like Vriska not knowing that Jade wouldn't have to fight Jack is, like, a pretty big lack of knowledge here. Yeah. Um, because, like, Dave and Rose, like, know that, right? Like, that happened during the game. It would it would be established like they would know like oh yeah Beck ended up in the Colonel um and that's why Jade has all these insane extra powers um I don't know why this is just never raised here uh it it, it strikes me as a pretty big blind spot in her plan um even though like it doesn't it doesn't like affect uh it doesn't affect it a, a ton because like you know if if Jade is there to like Jade will neutralize Jack effectively but like. Not in the way of doing a big first guardian fight. Yeah, I don't know. Weird, weird thing for her to miss. Um, we go on to uh, to Lord Jack. Uh, Carcat uh, debuts his masterpiece here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what did he mean by this? <laughs> what did he mean by this? Um, I-, I love the the continued trend of like, uh, troll, uh slang that it, it like implies body parts continues to just be so abstracted out by like Carcat being an angry asshole who yeah. can't express himself. <laughs> great, great stuff. Um and, and Vriska, Vriska fills it in uh beautifully too. <laughs> this is this is so good. Um Riska describes uh, Lord Jack, uh, as she dubs him, um, the, the Jack that's possessed by the spirit of Lord English, the, or in, it's it possessed by him, infused with his soul, um, may or may not just be another incarnation of Lord English, uh, who knows. Um, she basically says, yeah, he's not going to be like, a, a tele- he's not going to be teleporting everywhere, but... Uh, get ready to get one shot by this guy. Um, get, people are gonna die during this fight. Uh, we we need the heavy hitters on this one. Um, 
which is pretty much all that we know because all he's kind of done is explode and then not be in the comic until now. Yeah. Um, Robojack uh, mentions that this is actually Carcat's uh, old friend, which is really funny to me. Um, this the, the, where it's coming full circle. Um, also an unknown, pretty significant unknown. Um, he may or may not be bringing an oven full of uh, big green buffoons in it. Um, this is also I I I think it's <coughs> excuse me. Um, she's like withholding information here because she's like I'm not going to explain everything. Yeah. Uh, but like, it's, I, this is another case of like, we know, and it makes complete sense to us that this Jack is like, not an enemy of theirs. Um, and it's like a case of Vriska knowing everything except for these things that are obvious to us as the reader is a little bit, uh, frustrating from a narrative perspective. Um, because, like, we're supposed to kind of accept that, like, Vriska has done a shitload of research and has all these mysterious sources, um, that have bestowed upon her, like, correct information, and then she's missing, like, big holes, uh, like, uh, whatever this Jack is up to that we know really obviously. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, it's not like a, a, uh... It's not bad that she doesn't know this, but it's a little bit frustrating um, that, like, everything that she knows is correct, uh, and she doesn't... It, it, you know what I mean? It's 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 weird. Yeah. Um, I mean, it just kind of brings up the question, of, like, where, where is she getting her information from? Yeah. Like, like she, she mentioned somewhere in here that she has, like, Durst spot. Like, she knows spies on Durst who, like, have the Condessa's plan. A lot of this is from the Condessa's plan. Yeah. Uh, um, there, there's also the fact that, like, she, she, she really mentioned it, like, really, like, in passing. And we, we saw a glimpse of it uh, during the, the Friskagram uh, flash uh, mm-hmm. that she has the, the same, like, time travel doohickeys that Gamzee was using to jump all over the session. Uh, yeah. It, it makes me wonder, like, did she, did she, like, jump forward in time and just, like, watch the battles from afar to, like, obtain information? Like, what... Like, how else would she obtain information about these... these other... these other jacks? Like... Like, like the one from their session like what he's been up to mm-hmm. a- and the notion of the felt like yeah it's it's like how does Riska know that there's that that pm exists but like not like how does Riska know that pm exists basically like where does that come from yeah um the felt is like like that's like uh Iranian knew about the felt because um, we got the whole explanation about uh, leprechauns from her, um, which kind of like w- which got I-, I was thinking like, did we just did did we just like not get Arani info dumps um, in this session or like what's going on with these like gaps in what Riska wants to talk about? Um, 
doesn't seem very advantageous for her to just skip over like what the the felt are. Yeah. Um, besides, she mentions like yeah, there's they're time traveling buffoons that you don't need to know much about because they're going to be pushovers. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's it, it it feels it's 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 a frustrating writing choice. Um, for Vriska to be like selectively omniscient about shit. Yeah. At the expense of the reader. Um. Um. <sighs> Uh, far be it for me to suggest that when you retcon the entire comic and you introduce a radically different timeline where three years happened that we didn't get to see at all, or barely got to see at all, um, you might introduce some difficulties in uh, introducing the differences through a smart-ass character like Vriska. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, the, the, the Jacks. Um, yeah, Vriska just doesn't know uh, whether... What what side Robojack is going to be on? Um, I think we we can we can kind of infer that Robojack is gunning for Lord English, uh, since Lord English was gunning for him, um, and he also stole his entire squad. So I'm going to assume that he's not an ally of Caliborn's. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh, they go over the uh, Riska goes over uh some more uh tactical choices. Um, she's like, yeah, okay, so Jane is going to be really important here, um, because people are going to be dying left and right, and we're going to need, uh, we're going to need Jane to distribute the res tokens. Um, so we're going to make this big ol' uh, network of, of the, of, like, the, the portal windows, uh, so Jane can get around. Um, and, uh, one, one of you less relevant characters can go and set that up now. Uh, so Rose Sprite volunteers for this position. Um, so, yeah, uh, the interesting detail to just establish, I can see no way in which this might, uh, <laughs> might, this, this might backfire. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, John, uh, thanks Vriska for her service. Um, this just kind of happens, the 7530, um, he's like, yeah, it's great. Thanks for doing all this. It's very weird. Yeah, um, John really does just, like, butt in, like, out of nowhere. <laughs> I don't know where this comes from. Well, wow, Vriska, you're you're so smart and, and talented. Thank you. Thank you for being <laughs> retconned back into the story. <laughs> it's... Isn't it... Is it weird to you that, like, that this is... Like, John is, like, so, um... Like... He's so, like, not jaded with Vriska at this point, which is weird because the last interactions that he had were, like, him being, like, yeah, you're kind of a violent, psychopathic weirdo, and I don't know if I like you very much. And then she comes back in the timeline, and he's like, wow, hi, Vriska, this is great. Yeah, it's a it's a little bit weird. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he, he just kind of comes in, and he's like, great job, awesome. <laughs> good thing you're on our side um so yeah Vriska now uh divvies up uh all, all of our all of our characters onto teams uh as to which enemy they should they should focus on um so uh the Lalans uh volunteer immediately to fight the Kandes um John also volunteers uh as is Kanaya um, 
can I is, uh, Riska is like, no, can I, you have to stay back. You have to do something important. Um, so our, our team for fighting the Condess is, uh, Roxy, Rose, and John. Um, nobody is assigned to fight Dog Jack, uh, but Jade is in reserve on that if they ever have a chance for her to wake up safely. Um, and Dave volunteers to fight, uh, Lord Jack, uh, because he's still thinking about the, the prophecy that he has to take down Lord English. And he's like, yeah, I guess it would be, it would be, it would be right. I guess I'll do it. Um, Terezi volunteers as well, uh, to, to see Dave's heroism through. Um, and she also spontaneously volunteers Dirk, uh, which Dave is like, are you sure you want to do that? I mean, uh, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if he would like that. I mean, I don't, I don't know. This guy. Uh, he's, <laughs> he just starts waffling about it. He's really anxious about this whole Dirk thing still. Um, they check with Arqueus. Uh, Arqueus is like, yeah, that, that sounds like a great idea. Uh, as for me personally, I'm going to do some bullshit, um, later. And you'll, you'll find out later what bullshit I'm going to do. Which is a great Dang, way to. I, I wonder what I wonder what he's gonna do later. <laughs> yeah, we can't, we we saw the whole thing in in Caliborn's little stage play, so I'm gonna assume it's it's that. Um, but but what a way to set it up, right? Yeah, he's just like it's like... <laughs> it, it, it's such a funny way to set it up because like when uh during Caliborn's masterpiece, like uh Arqueous Sprite is not like retcon there like with all the other kids like he's already there which implies that like he was just waiting in the background for like an unknown amount of time <laughs> his gesture he describes it, it will come out of the blue make virtually no sense stun all involved and have a lasting profoundly unintelligible impact on all future and pseudo future events <laughs> um so uh so yeah, I guess he's gonna he's gonna do it and and do that. Um what a what a tactical genius. Love this guy. <laughs> For being half equious, he's grown on me. Yeah, it it feels like he's really like toned it down some from like his introduction. Mm-hmm. It's pretty it's he's he's pretty good. Um Yeah. Uh Riska goes Riska uh goes to goes to Robojack. Um, she's like, yeah, I'm not even gonna bother talking about all the felt. They're gonna just be bullshit. Um, so we're gonna put the suckers on here. We're gonna put the lame ones on here that I don't like. Uh, so she puts, uh, Jake and Taffer Sprite on it. She is still refusing to say Jake's name. Um, and Tavros appears to think that his name is actually Jake. Man, uh, cut this guy some slack, please. <laughs> This is just pathetic. This is... I feel so bad for Jake. Um, yeah, also, uh, strikes me as a little bit, uh, of a folly to have, you know, Jake has the, the ability to do a giant, I guess, oh, I guess, there'll be, yeah, Riska would not know about Jake doing the giant hope orb. Yeah. Um, the hope field, so I guess it makes sense that she would underestimate him. Wow, she doesn't even know that Jake is, like, secretly cracked. That's so sad. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Vriska also hints that Tavros has something special that only he can do uh, before the battle, uh, which is which is great. Um, 
I hope it's not just being bullied. Buddy, you have no idea. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> um Carcat protests that uh he is that that he has not been given anything to do, that that Tavros has been given something to do before him. Um and he's like, what the fuck do you want me to do? Uh, you're gonna assign the cat something to do before I do, before I get anything to do? Or do you think that lowly of me? Um, and Vriska's like, yeah, uh, Jaspers, what do you want to do? <laughs> <laughs> Just absolutely rolling over this man's, uh, self-esteem. Um, I understand, maybe I understand why, why Karkat's in such a rough spot after these, these three years. Um, but yeah. Uh, Vriska says that you, you will have something to do, uh, with Kenai that I'll explain shortly. Um, Karkat, he's got, he's got an important duty. Um, let's see. Uh, where am I? Oh, yeah. Um, Vriska now explains, uh, what that thing is that Karkat is going to do. He's going to go and do with Kenai. Um, so... Kanaya and Karkat have to go and visit Echidna uh, to get the Genesis Frog back. Let's go! Um, Game mechanics! Let's go! <laughs> Suburb is happening. Um, it was it was supposed to be Jade that would meet Echidna because, you know, it's the Denizen, uh, but I, I guess any space player will do because uh, Kanaya is to be sent in her stead. Um, and Echidna also is apparently specifically requested that Carcat be brought along. Um, Vriska, uh, just to undermine, uh, Carcat's self-esteem a little bit more, uh, suggests that maybe this is because he fucked everything up last time, three years ago. Uh, and so he needs to, uh, uh, atone for fucking up the process of breeding a Genesis frog, since Echidna is kind of like the the progenitor of everything in that domain yeah. of uh, frog breeding. Um, so yeah, uh, this this part of the plan apparently just comes from what the Condessa's plan was, uh, which kind of brings us to what the point of this whole thing is. Um, they're just, the, the aim here is to finish Suburb. Um, that is, that is, that are the stakes, those are the stakes at this point. Uh, Everyone, uh, is, everyone's gonna do the game mechanics. They're gonna get the frog. They're gonna feed all the grist up into the into Skya so it uh it, it has enough energy to mature the frog. And then they're gonna all get together back on the lily pad and collect the ultimate reward. Um. So yeah, I guess we're gonna finally we're gonna finally beat the bird. It's, it's happening. The the point of the comic is finally happening. <laughs> I, I legitimately, like, it never occurred to me that this would be, like, where we ended up. I never thought that Suburb would, like, be finished. Um, so it's, it's, it's weird for Vriska to, to just lay it all out and be like, yeah, and then we're gonna beat the game, um, that you guys never, never got anywhere. Never, never got close to beating, uh, so I'm gonna tell you how we actually beat it. Uh, and this is how. So, yeah. Um... But a lot of the plan, the, the point is that a lot of this plan uh, came from what the Condessa's original plan was, because her plan was also to uh, to create a new universe um, and then use it to her own ends. Uh, whereas Riska's like, yeah, we're doing the same thing, uh, but because we're not evil, we're just making a new universe um, that doesn't have anyone trying to control it. 
So yeah, that's the that's the point. Um, the one more thing uh, is Earth. Um, Riska hands over Earth to John, uh, and it's like, yeah, I mean, we're gonna need somewhere to live after this. Uh, this is what we needed your wallet for, um, to capture log Earth. Man, uh, <laughs> I maybe I missed something. Um, but uh, I like. I reread the page where she explains uh, seventy five forty. I reread this page like five times, and I was like, "Is the takeaway here just that the wallet is like the most powerful form of capture log?" Yes, that that's awesome. That's what you're supposed to get from because, like, remember, like, like <laughs> there there was a there was a line like somewhere that like implied that the wallet could capture log anything of like any size. Uh, it was probably around the time when John capture logged the tumor mm-hmm. in the wallet. Uh, but yeah, the wallet go hard. <laughs> the wallet was a required item because it <laughs> capture log the entire planet of Earth. At, at literally any moment, Dad could have just slurped up the entire planet into his wallet. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> with great power comes great responsibility <laughs> god uh but yeah um Riska's like Riska just casually mentions like yeah I uh I went back to earth on the meteor and then I just capture logged the whole earth and then came back here and now I have it I'm giving it to you John uh so you can give it to Jade later um great earth it's all coming together <laughs> um so yeah uh let's see where are we at um let's see yeah okay so the wallet the wallet is god uh which explains how suburb works um and then uh she's like yeah and it, we get we get the the payoff of what risk has been hinting at of like i won't be here um, cause she explains what she's gonna go do. And what she's gonna go do is, uh, go and kill Lord English. Based? The most powerful character in Homestuck has arrived? She's, she's just gonna go do it. Yep. Just cause she yep. wants to. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> yeah, uh, a very nonchalant drop that, like, yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go take care of this. Um... She she talks about uh, how there was the, the, her previous plan or Ghost Risk's plan, um, with the secret weapon and the army and shit and the dream bubbles, um, and she's like, yeah, I'm gonna go and uh, get that going again. Um, I don't know if there's supposed to be a parallel between this and the the three years ago instance of Risk being like, yeah, I'm gonna go fight Jack. Um, but. There's almost definitely supposed to be some kind of parallel there. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Uh. She's gonna go and do it. Um. On on her lonesome. Uh. I wish her luck. <laughs> you and me both, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's got plenty of it, uh, but she's gonna need it. Um. Let's see. Uh, everybody starts kind of discussing their own strategies, um, amongst themselves. 
Dave starts hand-wringing about uh, Dirk again, and Riska is finally like, okay, you are being such, you're being so fucking annoying about this, I'm gonna just fix this right here and now. Pulls out a sniper, um, snipes a window out to Dirk's location, uh, out in the furthest ring, and uh, he just, uh, he pops right up onto the lily pad. There's a, there's a head-on strider collision. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Dirk's here now. We get no dialogue from him, but he's here now. Wow. That was easy. Yeah. Shit just kind of happens. Why didn't you do that earlier? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, it, it's silly, but, like, I don't know. I'm, I've not... I don't want to make it sound like I'm turning on the comic, but like there no, are a lot no, of no, like no, it's little, happening, it's happening. There are a lot of little writing contrivances here, like I was talking about before, that are just kind of like, okay, it's falling sure. apart, guys. We're losing him. <laughs> but 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 like, am I am I crazy or is just like shit just kind of happens? Um, for convenience's sake, just to get everything to everything everything together, it, it feels a little bit rough at times. Yeah, um, just just a little. Yeah, just enough worth um, noticeable. Yeah, I think that's a good way to describe it. Because like, I mean, Homestuck has always been. There's always been contrivances. Has always been we're been riding on bullshit since like day two. Yeah. Um. But uh, it. I guess it's more noticeable when the stakes are like higher, and it's like, oh, we're at the end. Uh, and Dirk has to suddenly be here. Um, I guess we're gonna make him suddenly be here with a with a portal gun. Yay! Yay! Um. So yeah. Uh. Seventy five forty six. I was like, "What the fuck is about to happen?" I really thought she was about to fucking op Dirk. Um. But uh. Have we yeah. have we not seen this gun before? I. I I'm. Pretty sure that we have seen like a a window creating gun, but like I don't know, Vriska just pulls out a fucking sniper rifle and like puts Dirk in the crosshairs. Then I I I was like, what the fuck is gonna happen? Hang on, I I I think I remember. If if we've seen it before, it was like one time. It was not a very prominent item. Yeah. Where's it at? Where's it at? Don't mind me. Keep talking. Uh, okay. Um, so yeah, but, but Dirk is here now. Uh, we get zero dialogue, um, involving him in this reading. Uh, but he's just there. Um, Ruska makes a snappy comment. I liked Ruska's comment, uh, the Strider meet Strider. Yeah. Uh, he's pretty fucked up, but probably a nice guy once you get to know him. <laughs> pretty good. Um, and then, uh, Riska, Riska departs, uh, on urgent business. Um, and she's, like, really hung up about this one. Uh, John's like, where, where are you going? And she's like, oh, my ghost self, who is happier than I've ever been and living a nice afterlife, is being fucking cringe, and I have to go and ruin it for her. Man. <laughs> yeah. Riska moment. <laughs> extremely brisk a moment um th- the line is my ghost is being a fucking loser 
which is a which is a great line on its own. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. In uh, I don't know. Interesting. Interesting parting words. Um, we didn't really get to see much of this. Like all we saw was during the Vriskagram flash. It was like she ran into her ghost and she looked really like confused. Yeah. At the at at, at her. Yeah. Um, and I get it, it's it's evident from this that it's 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 pissed her off uh severely, and I don't know how to feel about it. Um, because like on the one hand, uh, and I think this is kind of like what we didn't really. This is kind of what we started over, like when we were just talking about the about uh Ghost Friska's arc, but like it makes sense, um, from like a we have to finish the plot and like beat the villain perspective, um, that alive Riska or like any of the uh really any of the alive characters have a reason to be like wow just give up when you were leading the the big plan to actually accomplish our goals and stop what English in the afterlife yeah um so like the from like the moral angle like yeah it is a little bit messed up that uh that Riska and Mina were just like yeah fuck it let him do what he wants um on the other hand like you know Ghost Riska was happy. It was like a good place for her arc to go. She clearly learned a lot. Like we talked about this extensively. Yeah. Um and Paradox Space does have like a way of just working things out. Um so yeah. I can't fault Riska too directly for being like, yeah, I gotta go and light a fire under my ghost ass to finish up the plan. But it does also represent like a like a pretty sharp um step back in terms of risk of being a happy person. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's conflicting. Um and there's not really a lot of it to go off of in this reading. This is this is risk this is risk of signing out. Yeah. Here. Also, uh news update on the gun that Risk has. Uh, we, All right, we, we have seen it before. It was it was a gun that Roxy had in the Act Six Act Four Flash, which is the one that was like the entire act is just a flash. Yeah. And okay, yeah. We didn't see it in use. She's just holding it. Uh, so it was in. It was. I, I was entirely justified in thinking is is Risco about to blow Dirk's brains out? Yeah. Wait. Wait. Hang on. <laughs> Okay, there are like three frames where we see it in use. Uh, and see that it does, in fact, make a window. But it's like one of those things that I, I don't think the average reader will, will remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so yeah, Risk of Peace is out, uh, and, and we zoom out on our, our characters hanging on the lily pad. Um,. So, uh, yeah, uh, is there anything that I, that I missed? Cause like there was a lot of dialogue, but most of it was just, um, exposition. No, uh, I, I, I think you got, I think you got all of it. The, the gist, yeah. the gist of it is the plans have been made. We know the stakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we have an expectation for the next 500 pages that are left. Yeah. 
Um, and the expectation is that Suburb will finally be finished. Yes. Uh, and Vriska is going to go and harass her ghost, and we'll probably have something to talk about there. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Uh, we... I do like the bit where Vriska's like, oh, for Christ's sake, Dave, let's just fucking get Dirk in here and you can work it out. Um, a little bit, a little bit cathartic. Yeah. To just be like, yeah, okay, fucking work it out, kids. Um, so I'm also looking forward to seeing, uh, how that plays out. Um, if it plays out. Uh, so yeah, we, we go to our, our, our pals in the dream bubbles. Um, and, uh, our conversation is, uh, pretty, pretty short here. Um, so, uh, Jade and Jane are wondering, like, alright, so how do we wake up? Um, probably got some important stuff to do. And Calapi offers to, to wake them both. Um, this was, this, uh, for, for a second here, this was playing into my, uh, this Calliope is the imposter and it's, it's evil thing. Imposter? So like, oh, no, she's, she's gonna wake up evil Jade. Among Us? <laughs> yeah, she's the imposter from Among Us. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I had like a, I had a really weird vibe from Calliope in this, in this like sequence of things that are happening in the dream bubbles yeah. uh, that I mentioned a couple times. Um, I guess I was wrong, uh, because I, I was either wrong or it's about to pay off in a very bad way. Um, cause, uh, I lost my train of thought completely. Yeah, there. yeah, yes. Um, yeah, cause, cause Clive here is like, alright, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wake you two up, um, which would be very bad if that were to happen immediately. Uh, but she doesn't, because suddenly the fucking ground drops underneath them um and they and they slide down into the abyss uh oh man it's happening mario 64 slide music let's go <laughs> um and they they get dumped out of the bottom and they gotta they gotta follow the yellow road um get it get the get the i get, get it. the reference I get, it. get it i get it's it. still happening <laughs> i the Wizard of Oz did not stop being here. Um, yeah. So they got so they they follow this mysterious uh, yellow road of an unknown material, um, and end up in a memory of Echidna's lair uh, that Jade recognizes. Uh, but it's not it's not specifically hers. Um, and as as they come across. Uh, this new setting. Uh, Jane suddenly uh, wakes up and poofs out. Uh, we get to, we 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 go back outside to the lily pad. We see that uh, Arqueus's work is done. Jane is back. Uh, yippee! Great stuff. Let's um, go! Yay! Jane's back! Yay! Every- Woo! Woo! Uh, there's a there's a reunion with 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 Roxy. Um. Where it's like, it's good to see that you're alive again. Great. Um, awesome. Uh, Arqueous Sprite floats off in the background. There uh, he goes. Off to... Striking. <laughs> off to prepare for extreme plot activity. <laughs> striking visual. He just looks like a snake. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, John references... Uh, 
the the sports pile doesn't stop from getting taller, and Rose is like, John, that meme is old. Let's not do it anymore. Um, which is really a really funny like little interjection, I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she won't convince me. I I do think that that comic is still funny. Um, and I am on John's side here that some memes should not be retired. Agree. Um. But yeah. Uh. There's old meme. Um, there's some uh, John and John and Jane introduce each other to introduce themselves to each other um, as their uh, alternate universe grandparents slash parents, um, and it is every bit as uh, quirky and awkward as you would expect. Um, I love John. It's it's not much of a conversation, but it's a great one. Yeah. I love the. I love that he's like. I'm also your son, technically. Did you know that? <laughs> I love John. Classic John. We love. We love John around here. Um. <laughs> also, uh, exchange. There's a. There's a exchange where, uh, Rose is like, "Hi, John's hot mom." Um, and uh, Jane also calls uh Rose and Rose Sprite hot. Um. Which is which is great. Um, Man, I had a moment here where I realized that like Jake has been like dethroned as like the the alpha kid that everybody keeps calling hot. Like it just kind of ha- like happened quietly, but he's been usurped, and I feel bad for him in this way a little bit. I I don't know. Maybe he 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 talked about like how he didn't like being sexualized. Mm-hmm. Uh. He's he's constantly seemed to not like people being attracted to him. Uh, may, maybe he deserves a break. Maybe 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 he can relinquish this throne. Yeah, it's but the poor guy doesn't even like. He doesn't even have the confidence to correct people who call him joke. Like that's I don't know. that's a different issue. He's got issues to <laughs> yeah. work out. I don't think him being considered hot is one of them. That's fair, I guess. Um, it, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I guess, I guess credit to, I guess credit, to, credit to him. Um, but I feel like it would at least be a little bit of a self-esteem boost if somebody were to be like, "Hey, Jake, I think you're still pretty attractive." Yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's it's funny. I, I just think it's funny that like Jane is is now the most. Uh, uh, sexually hyped up alpha kid. <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, it, it, there's a this sweet little reunion. Uh, on 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 the lily pad. Um, Jane and Roxy uh fill each other in on what they know from their realities. Um, their timelines. Uh, Roxy uh brings up the ring again, which is a plot point. Uh, that uh, I Yo, almost forgot the about. the ring! Yeah. Remember the ring? <laughs> yeah, remember the ring. Um, this, this is not, this was not part of Riska's plan. Um, but yeah, Roxy, Roxy is like, yeah, uh, let's, now, now that, uh, we're all back together, I can, and, and you saw Callie in your dreams, I can go back and give the ring to her. Um, and Rose Sprite is like, hey, I have, uh, 
very specific experience leading people through the void to complete an objective. Uh, I can go help you with that. Um, yeah, so I guess we're going to go and res Cali. Let's um, go! So remind me, there's there's two... Remind me about the ring lore, because uh, we got that ring lore dump when Vriska went sicko mode a while uh, ago. There's... There's the Ring of Void and there's the Ring of Life. When right. one is gone, the other springs up. Uh, heavily implied to just be one ring because Lord of the Rings reference. Yeah. Uh, the The last time, okay. It's it's still the Ring of Life. Right. Uh, because when when John went and nabbed it, it was when it was sitting on the couch right next to the refrigerator where. Gamzee was going to get it for Arania. Yeah. So it is presumably still in life mode. Yeah, we're going to we're going to see it as such like pretty soon. Yeah. But um yeah, the the whole one ring thing is a little bit worrisome because uh I've been getting I Calliope has been really skirting around the vibe check uh recently in the dream. And we did just get the the kind of leading detail in Caliborn's pers- like description of the 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 end fight with him. Yeah. That at some point he got a hold of the ring. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah. Um, I'm a little bit concerned. As to, as I, to, I need to. I need to like come. find a, like a ring timeline. <laughs> I, I'm sure there's one out there. There's there there are like tons of like well made locale timelines there's the timelines for the rabbit people really like making timelines for this comic uh and i'm sure there's a ring timeline out there somewhere there's gotta be um if you made a ring if you if anybody has made a ring timeline send it to us (laughs) send it to me i need it more um or 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 don't because it might be spoilers i might be on something here anyway uh we're gonna we're, we're gonna we're gonna bring calliope back into the mix um, there's another another thing that I guess I guess Riska did not account for, uh, because at no point did she was did she make account for like yeah there's gonna be a cherub with us. Um, anyway, uh, Jasper Sprite is so overjoyed by all of these wonderful plans coming together that uh he hugs up with Rose Sprite and we get a we get a double Sprite combination. Uh. <laughs> How did you react to this? I just kind of looked at it and I was like, okay. <laughs> ja- <laughs> I, 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 I think it was last episode where you were like, we don't have time for another Dave Sprite. And I was like, man, <laughs> this guy doesn't even know what's coming. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like, okay. What I meant by that is that like Dave Sprite is like a, f- Dave Sprite is like a fucking thing, right? Like it was, a huge part of, like, Dave Sprite as a character was, like, a huge part of, like, drawing out this whole, uh, multiple versions of a person who was, like, real personhood, um, having personal issues with that, uh, and Dave Sprite was around for, like, I don't know, like, 5,000 pages? There was a lot of time to do Dave Sprite shit. Yeah. I am expressing skepticism that there is a, there is enough room to do a whole nother one of those. You'd be surprised. Uh, I guess I will be surprised, then. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Jasper's Sprite Squared. Um, 
Apparently, if you put two sprites together, it gets legs. Yeah. It's <laughs> scary. What happens when you put three of them together? Shut up. <laughs> Whatever, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to... This is, this, is, this is so much. Um, so, uh, yeah. Uh, that that just kind of happens. Um, and then and then we go away from it again. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. You gotta be more excited about Jasper's sprite. Come on. Um, Come on. Get, 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 mean... get yourself riled up a bit. Come on. At least right. some sort of, like, negative excitement. Like, ah! I hate this! I don't... I don't <laughs> I don't hate it. Like, I, this is another... This is, a, this is a classic case of, like, I don't know what the fuck is going on, I'm going to... Ha- I, so I have to withhold judgment, because it could be good, it could be bad. I don't know. Okay. Um, it's been good whenever we've had this before. Um, but again, it's like, you know, I never know. What the fuck is happening here? <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess we're gonna get a, I guess we're gonna get some Roxy, or some Rose being a cat. Let's go! Let's go! (laughs) Um, I don't know, it's, it's weird to me, like, I really liked all the Jasper's stuff previously, like, this is known, um, that I really, really love all that stuff, it's very sentimental, it's very effective, um... I I guess I could try to drum up like some take this is like just shitting all over that but like I don't authentically think that so I won't. Um well I mean but it, it Homestuck is one of those stories you you know it it, it rhymes you know uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh and I I don't it's it's doing that thing where it's referencing another thing in Homestuck and you're just supposed to be like oh it's it's a mirror of that. It's it's it is mirroring the story of Dave Sprite. Cause, yeah. Because Dave Sprite came from a, a a dead timeline, and ended up getting prototyped with an animal. Yeah. And then now that's happened to Rose, also from a dead timeline, now prototyped with an animal, except uh-huh. except squared this time. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's a double sprite. Yeah. Um. I I don't think there's like anything more to it than that. <laughs> it. It rhymes. It rhymes. We're gonna see some. We we are now in the 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 prequels era of Homestuck. It's it's rhyming too much. Ooh, oh, that's a rough thing to say. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's not that's not what's happening at all. Well, if I hate the ne- if I hate the last chunk of the comic, then at least I know what thing I'm going to try to compare it to. Uh, to no, no. <laughs> I take it back. It's not rhyming. It's not rhyming. There's no poetry. This is not an epic. <laughs> no rhymes. Well, okay, that just reminds me. Why? Why did Homestuck ditch the whole gimmick of like the long poetry bit and then attributing it to like Charles Barkley or something? That was a really funny bit. Because people change, kind of Aiden. People change. That's fair. That's fair. You know, you just gotta let a meme die sometimes. Um, but yeah. Okay, I'm Jasper's sprite is 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 here now. Um, we'll. Updates forthcoming. <laughs> uh, so let's see. Now we get to the uh, the last chunk of the reading, which is probably the most interesting bit. Um, we're in Akina's lair, uh, and out of the out of the darkness, uh, the mythical red calliope that we've been hearing about emerges. Let's go. Um, let's go. It's happening. It's happening. Uh, this is this is kind of spooky. It um, is. It's very cool. 
Homestuck creepypasta. <laughs> um, it's not like scary. It's like it's 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 haunting. Um, is how I would describe it. No, it's scary. <laughs> the the red calliope manifested on my computer screen and stared at me with hyper realistic eye sockets. <laughs> hyper realistic green skull. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so the I'm just gonna call her the the red calliope. It's the calliope that it's it's the god tier calliope. I, I, ev- everyone calls her alt calliope. Alt calliope. Yeah. Okay, I, I can say that. Um, alt calliope. Uh, kind of uh tells Jade to hold back. Um, and and walks back into her weird light void. Um, and uh. Our normal Calliope follows. Um, and they kind of have this uh, little awkward uh, standoff. Um, where Clappy's not sure what to say in the presence of this uh, other version of herself. Um, and Aunt Calliope offers her, offers her story uh, in a condensed form, pretty much. Um, and it's pretty much in line with what we've heard. Um, she started weak, uh, but became strong. This was the version of her that managed to kill Caliborn um, and took his, uh, his 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 blood as her text color um, to become the red text. Uh, but she could never complete the dead session. Um, it was rigged in favor of time players. Uh, it was the 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 rapidly decreasing time scale of the way that the, the game worked meant that it was pretty much impossible for a space player to complete. Yeah. So in absence of being able to do that, she went to Echidna uh to hear her choice and make a deal. And she chose the other side of the the deal that Caliborn uh got, which was to die. Um and presumably to then in death uh provide whatever was needed to stop a power like Caliborn or Lord English from threatening a universe. Yeah. Um, and Calliope's appearance here would be her signal that it was time to go and make good on that promise. Um, and this leaves our Calliope in a position of just kind of being like, all right, uh, what am I here to do? Nothing. Uh, I, I have done what I had to do. Um, and when she asks, well, what's the point? What am I supposed to do now? Uh, Alt Calliope, uh, leaves and her parting words are to be the person that she could never be, uh, and just to live. Um, so, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, Yeah. I really, I really hope that this is this is the real Calliope because that's like a really, uh, this is like a huge thing to kick off like a character coming back to life on. Um, I really love her dialogue on seventy six nineteen. The um, the line "consume the fruits of an existence I could never understand" is really good. Yeah. Uh. What what um, what do you think of Alt Calliope? I think Alt Calliope is really cool. Um, I like the idea of, like, 
showing what Calliope would have to be in order to have defeated Caliborn. Yeah. Um, and it's this, like, aware but, like, hollow person uh, who can who can, like, observe and, like, talk to people, but can't understand their, like, 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 as she's described, yeah, I, uh, like, isn't capable of, like, engaging with other people in the same way that the Calliope that we know is. Um, I think that's cool, and I think this is, like, the perfect amount for her to be here. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's, it's, it gets the point across, and... I, I like that she leaves and she's like, all right, now, now your purpose is just to be what I couldn't ever be. It's good. I think this is really cool. Yeah. Uh, let me, the... let, let me, let me think of how to ask this. Okay. Uh, and if you, if you don't have an answer to this, like at this point, like that, that's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll ask at a later point, but okay. what, what do you think of, the the what's being said like in these Calliope segments about stories like we 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 just got done with this segment well it's not really a segment it was a very it was it was it was over a long time with with Jade and Jane and uh the the there were those moments where uh they talked about like the the different ways you can tell a story and this like is a meta thing isn't yeah, it yeah yeah the yeah the the yeah <laughs> uh <laughs> J- jane jade and calliope like uh they they spoke about like the different ways you can tell a story and now we we have alt calliope who talks about how she used to tell stories but now she only tells them if they serve a purpose and and she's now saying lines like when telling a story of the end, where does one begin? At the true beginning or one of the many points between disguised as such? Are have you like even like considered like any of the the like meta commentary on like storytelling that's been going on with Calliope? I, I really have not. Man. Um, uh I <laughs> go back go back and like skim over. Like not now. Like when when you get a chance, uh mm-hmm. the the parts on the stage that that we just got done with with Jade and Jane, uh, I, I, I would say that's some of the most important parts of the story. <laughs> uh, okay. Because because when you look at when you look at Caliborn and Lord English, uh, who is the other side of the coin of Calliope and Alt Calliope, kinda. Yeah. Uh, who took control of the story and became a a narrator for the story that we were actively reading. Uh, Cherubs have had like this long seated connection to like the nature of storytelling and being a narrator. Yeah. And I I guess it, this kind of ties in in a way with how when they were first introduced, like we talked a lot about them as like fans. Yeah. Um. And I get and like Caliborn demanding only the functional parts of the story, and Calliope indulging in the uh like the personal elements of it. Yeah. Hmm. 
like I said, if you do, if you don't have anything to say about it now, that's fine. Uh, it's just that like this is the first moment, uh, where like a a concept that is going to be here for good is introduced, and we're okay. we're definitely gonna have chances to like revisit this topic, uh, okay. for like from now until the end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and by that you mean not just the end of Homestuck, but yeah, fucking everything, yeah, okay. Alright, I will... I will. I guess I'll make time to do that then. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I just kind of view this as like a Calliope character thing, was, is how I read it. That's um, fine, yeah. I, I think it works really well uh, that way. Um, the But I... I yeah, okay. The, I, I like the, the portrayal of what Calliope is like the... the she became like this very detached... Uh, cold creature. Yeah. Um, at at the cost of the, this was the cost for being able to, to defeat Caliborn. Um. So yeah. Uh. I I think it's cool on its own. Uh, I I'll, agree. I guess we'll check with that. I agree. It um. So yeah. Uh. Calliope leaves. Her her parting word is just to is just live. Um. And. How fortuitous is it that uh that Roxy appears from the void to offer Calliope a chance to do just that? Man, what timing! Right, crazy. Um, and she gives her the ring, and uh, she she becomes alive again, and they they void out, and that's that's where you left us off. We did it. Um, yeah, she does this little grin on seventy six thirty two that uh, keeps bugging me. Like, well, maybe uh, not to judge, but she looks a little bit scary whenever she does that. It's because she's a skeleton. <laughs> I know, but I'm conditioned. I'm, I, I'm so much of the skeleton that have that we've seen has been Caliborn for a long time. Yeah, but yeah, uh, that's that's where we leave off. Um, Homestuck. <laughs> yeah, what a time. I can't um, believe you hate the comic now. Yeah, I fucking hate it. I can't stand it. Um, it sucks. Yeah, it... This is just a... I, I kind of felt this way, too, about the, the previous one, or, like, all the, like, the Vriska setup stuff, because, like, it's definitely janky. Um, yeah. Like, I really respect... I respect what it pulled, like, the idea of, like, um, pulling into a, another timeline where things were different and then having to deal with the like ramifications of that. I do think that's good. I think that the like the way that we saw it from like the the end of like of like John and Roxy's perspective and like getting into the Doom timeline worked. I really like the whole Riskogram thing. I thought that was like a really fun way to communicate it all. Um yeah. But you're just gonna like it's it's just a little bit janky when the first thing that you, like, you have this, like, big montage that has to cover a fucking lot of shit that would be different. Yeah. And then you go immediately into, like, the, this is how we're gonna beat the game, um, like, right out the gate. Yeah. Uh, like, you have, like, characters personally catch up, but, um, there's just a lot of shit that's, like, you know, there's a lot of holes to be filled there. Yeah. And... Vriska being like omniscient is a really uh, awkward feeling way for that to happen. I think. Yeah. 
I I I think I think the criticisms of like this portion of the comic uh, are the ones that I understand the most because mm-hmm. like it's it's definitely noticeable jankiness and of course we're never gonna get like a full like explanation from Hussey like the unless like the books start going into print again and we eventually get Hussey commentary for this portion of the comic. Uh, mm. I, I I don't know if it's like Hussey's worth work ethic like finally caught up with him or if, if he was just in general like trying to rush out this portion of the comic because like he he for a while like he 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 kept saying that like he was determined to finish the comic by 2014. And <laughs> and at this point we're like in 2015 updates and the comic eventually finished in 2016. Yeah. Uh and I I I don't know if it's because like working on the the on Hive Swap like caused like production weirdness with Homestuck cuz like we had all the hiatuses and everything like uh, yeah. it's 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 easy to assume that like maybe something was happening behind the scenes that made Hussey wanna get this done quickly. Yeah, and makes it feel really janky. Uh, but who knows? But I I, I get where you're coming from because I uh-huh. I can pick up on it too. Yeah. Um, and it it I want to I want to be clear and like. I don't, it doesn't strike me that, like, I don't think that the whole mechanism through which the comic is, is like, what we're going, this story was, like, a last minute decision. Like, I don't think this was, like, a rushed choice. Yeah. Um, cause, like, there's a lot of shit in the comic that was planned out pretty fucking far in advance. Yeah. And, um, jumping to another timeline uh and having to deal with all of these characters who are different suddenly um which is a big thematic part of the comic yeah. does not strike me as a rushed way that uh one would come up with to try to like bang out the rest of the comic within like a year yeah um i i i think it's just the specifics of it and like executing it is 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 where the the jankiness is coming from cuz like yeah cuz like Hussey is one one of the few things that like Hussey has been kind of open about is like how far in advance he's had things planned and like we know for like a fact that the final flash of the comic was done being storyboarded in 2012. Like we know that for a fact wow. that Hussey has repeated like numerous times. Like yeah. I I agree that this is not like 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 a lot of people like to say oh Hussey came up with the retcon because he wrote himself into a corner. Like no, I I think I, I a lot of this is like very clearly like way in advance planned and it's it just comes down to the execution of it the, the mm. it's, it's just a little bit it doesn't fit as snugly as, as like previous stuff has yeah yeah and <laughs> I, I think the idea of like the retcon is like a way to write yourself out of a corner thing is really funny um because like that's such a fucking huge decision to make yeah um like that is like the murder suicide equivalent of writing yourself out of a corner (laughs) (laughs) um and yeah i mean if yeah i I can i can believe that the 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 final flash was like storyboarded like four years in advance um so yeah it, it, it just seems like a product of 
um, a lot more, there should have been a, probably a lot more panel time given to the, the post universe, the post timeline. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cause we really do just get kicked like right into it. Um, so yeah, that, 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 this is, this is, this is my complaint with this part of the comic. Um, it's just, it's just kind of rough. Uh, and also like, I think that the drastically increased word count per page is also a sign of that, that there's a lot of shit that Hussey wanted to cram in here and there are not as many panels left. Um, so all the writing is the, 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 there's more writing per page. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh I don't know. Yeah, not a lot of like this is a this was a setup reading. Um not a ton that I have like a big take on. Uh but I'll consider what you said about uh Alt Calliope and the cherubs in general. Um so yeah, uh gonna gonna have a fun time talking about uh Riska versus Riska. Uh Jaspro Sprite Squared. Um, <laughs> Dirk and Dave finally getting to hash it out. We got a lot that we're setting up for here that's going to be really good. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, what are we reading next week? Uh, next week on our 75th episode. Wow. Three quarters. Too many. Uh, we, we are going to be reading pages 7635 to... Seventy-seven, eighty-four. I've just started to dread when you start a number with eight. Good. <laughs> it's scary. So yeah, okay. We got a nice uh, flash page. Uh, we got a nice S staring us down after this. Don't one, get so. excited. Okay. Just don't get excited. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's good. It's the worst flash of all time. Um. Gamzee, Gamzee appears out of the fridge and makes a honking noise. No! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, I don't know, I don't really have any, I don't really have any closing thoughts on this. Um, do you? I don't. I'm, I think I'm okay. good. Alright then. Um, I guess we can wrap this one up then. Yeah? 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 I, I was waiting for you to, to get to approve. All right. Fine. Okay. Jeez. Um, well, uh, in that case, uh, I'm Aiden. And I'm John. And you have been listening to a Homestuck podcast. Uh, John, we'd like to shout out our Patreon supporters. I would love to. Shout out to The Big Seven, Caffeine, Haven, Gareth F., Simon Martins, Corin, Ina E., and Darsh. Thank you for money. Thank you for money. Um, if you want to join those illustrious names and uh, give us money, you can go to patreon.com slash hpcast. There's a little bit of money. Get the episodes early. Give us a uh, medium-sized amount of money. Uh, or no, you... Hang on. I got that wrong. Give us a little bit of money. We shout your name out. Um, uh, give us a little... Give us a medium amount of money. Then you get the episodes early. I'm sorry. I lied. And then you give us a, 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 a moderately large size amount of money. <laughs> um, then you get our... Intermission episodes in advance. Uh, our current intermission episode, and those those work that whenever we do another one, the previous one goes public. Um, I've lobbied that they should just go public after a month, but John is a tyrant, so 
you, you you're stuck with the paywall. Um. Anyway, our current paywall animation episode is our episode about the Evangelion rebuild films. Um. Really good one. Would recommend checking that out. Uh. If you, uh, would like to give us money. Um. Otherwise, that's fine too. Um. I would like to also shout out to just all of our listeners in general. Uh. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh. We're getting close to the end here. Um. We don't have much of the comic left, but uh, we'll, we'll be around. But uh, yeah, thank you guys for sticking. Thank you guys for sticking it out. Um, it's gonna be really, it's gonna be a big moment when uh we when we finish the comic. It's gonna be um, horrible. I... It's gonna be agonizing. <laughs> can, 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 can I? I re- can I interject? Yeah, you can. I, I I think it's really funny that you described our our ten dollar tier as a moderately large amount of money when the most expensive tier we have on the Patreon is eleven thousand dollars. <laughs> Yeah, we haven't shouted out the meme tiers in a while. Um, if you want to give us like a lot of money, uh, you can. We have some really funny. Uh, we have some really funny perks. Like, we'll let you just have viewing access to our private <laughs> chat. Um, we'll make good on those. Uh, if you give us like eleven thousand dollars, we will put your fan troll in the podcast. Um, I don't know how we'll do that, but if you give us that much money, we will do it. Um. So yeah, at least go check out patreon.com slash hpcast and laugh at the funny joke tears that John wrote out, because they are very good. Um, like I was saying, like I was saying. Um, yeah, uh, big shout out to all of our, our all of our listeners. Uh, we're getting close to the end, and it will certainly be a, a moment when uh, we look back and we're like, hey, we got all these people following us. That's that's wild. Um, so thank you for sticking it through with us. Uh, it really means a lot. Um... I'd also like to extend a big shout out to Alex, our artist and editor. Um, he's the greatest. He enables everything we do. Uh, we love him. Thank you, Alex. Um, and on that note, uh, we will see you again next week uh, with pages 7635 to 7784. Let's go. See you next time. See ya. <gasps>